Hi, I'm Ken. This is Arbitrarily Deterministic, keithfm.com. On this show, we talk to people who are blurring the lines between art, technology, and popular culture. We're going to do that today as well. During this, we're going to talk a little bit about the art market, and we're going to talk a little bit about some NFTs. NFTs are, by nature, financialized products. Stuff that we're going to talk about in the art market is also somewhat financial, but not really. But anyway, anything that you hear is not financial advice. It's just for entertainment purposes only. Today, I've got Antti... How do you say your last name? Antti Pussinen. Antti Pussinen. Okay. And Antti had a show recently uh, at uh, a gallery here in my neighborhood. And he did this show with Toymento, who was a former guest on the show as well. What did you do for that show real fast before we get on to introducing our other guest? This show? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I showed some old, older analog generative artworks that are photograms of sound waves. Cool. And then I did a digital generative piece released on FXHash as an Generative NFT. Okay. And you did this in the gallery of Louisa Catucci, who's also here with us. Hello. Sorry. I was going to let you do that, and then I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Hey, Louisa, why do I have you on the show? Uh, because uh, I was uh, crazy enough to allow Auntie to create his show at my place. Uh, and uh, together with Toiminto, that was for me quite of a challenge because auntie came with me uh, to me with the idea of about the show i guess one and year and a half ago uh-huh. and that was the time i needed to understand what we were doing <laughs> actually and and then they he convinced me and i was really enthusiastic to work with the guys because um first i like to work with crazy people and both of these finnish artists are quite crazy but also they are really very you think that these guys are crazy in a way okay. yes of course right, right. i mean yeah. not that you are not you <laughs> like, or that i should say also not but um no so that's uh, it was for me an adventure because you know uh, in the art scene you speak a lot about uh, many things and when uh, the nft came it came out uh, with a big boom and this uh, absurd pornographic um, money amount that when yeah. what was the Christie's uh, sold uh, these uh, NFT for 97 million or something yeah, like that I don't know million, yes yeah, that was yeah. 97 was Hockney yeah. that was <laughs> Close. you know Close. but uh, uh, and and I don't know it felt so much like a scam at the beginning because mm-hmm. it was for me impossible to see the art mm-hmm. in that sure and then time passed and um, and then Auntie brought me to understand a little bit what we were doing and that is something that is like a new way of distributing the NFT and warranty a digital art piece. What they do is generative art, so writing a code, generative art started in the 50s mm-hmm. and what they do aesthetically for me correspond to something that I can... Uh, defend or justify in the art history contest mm-hmm. and so why not it's brilliant it's just a new media and i know there were always like 
prejudged position also when photography came out sure. or video yeah. or digital yeah. art in uh, any type of art that is reproducible yeah and now it's pretty much accepted it's all of these arts have a very peculiar niche scene somehow yeah. they yeah. rarely mix together but uh, to me is uh, is at the end is the image of the result uh, the, the how could you deal with a with a picture with an art piece uh, and why an art piece an art piece why a photography some of the photography are art piece or some of photography are just photography same goes for drawing paintings uh, and anything else so um, i was very happy that i struggled but i at the end i was able to to at least understand enough to be able to pull out the show which i was very proud because i find that the result aesthetically and philosophically were both there yeah oh. i mean it was a beautiful show it was fantastic yeah so <laughs> i tell you these guys are crazy but very good <laughs> yeah yeah they're very good I'll, yes. I'll agree with that yeah so crazy man um <laughs> Like whenever you said that you made this, this is an old piece. Like what, what you, the old piece that the sound wave was in the back, right? Yeah. Not in the front. So did you develop the piece that was in the front to work with Toymento's work? Or were you guys working in unison at the same time? You were doing your thing, but. In a way, like we have been working together on different pro projects and exhibitions since 20 years. Okay. So um, things we do kind of fit together automatically because we were drawn to each other's ideas and working already so long ago. And I mean, we do send each other screenshots. Sure. Yeah, all of the course. Time. <laughs> but were you, you, you didn't develop this as like some sort of like overarching concept did you, or is it just like about the two concepts that you guys are always kind of working on and working towards? This was this work was more like um, sort of the tools I used were relatively new to me. I haven't used processing or JavaScript a lot before, and it was kind of something to f find a way to make something aesthetically interesting yeah yeah and uh, and also I, I like the idea of the sort of large edition generative art mm -hmm. that you build in a huge variety of outputs mm -hmm. that is balanced enough to make nice results and to give you a cohesive output yeah cohesive set of outputs that's yeah. always kind of important too because like i mean people can make really big massive infinite Mm. you know things but if the if the outputs aren't unique or interesting to look at then what's the fucking point of making it big you know yeah. i mean that's or a, making a it and, or making it i, I mean some people there's make always things. a point in making it yeah i was about mm. to say i mean people make things for different purposes yeah, yeah but then uh, that's my critic in the last uh, time where i feel overwhelmed by images uh, artists uh, yeah. uh, quantity yeah the quantity is so much i'm super grateful that there are so many people that dedicate themselves to an artistic project at least if not an artistic career i think that's very healthy for the whole planet somehow sure and society but i am also very critical on quality standard meaning there are some stuff do them then don't show them neither to your mother yeah, yeah. because 
maybe destroy them directly sure. or put them in the cave or just like <clears throat> you watch them for your own pleasure but not everything has to go out yeah now i am critical on putting everything always out permanently yeah sure I'm, and I'm then the same it becomes way. pollution yeah i'm the same way it's the same sort of thing this is the thing i talk about a lot it's about the problem of infinite supply mm. you know like because these specifically now with generative <coughs> art where infinite supply is real it's, it's real mm. <laughs> i mean you it's know, literally yeah literally <laughs> real like the infinite mm. it's infinite you know so for me like i'm in the same boat i don't think everything needs to be released and i definitely don't mm. think that um you know artists who are just starting out need to put everything out for sale I know. you know and that's the other side of this now because now we're seeing this whole kind of like full-on switch around to where you know yes it's amazing what you can do to help artists who have formerly been unable to get paid right but do they all need to, you know, like, does everybody need to be able to do, get paid from this? You know? No, that's the yeah, point. I mean, it's getting, know. it's becoming a real business, like other part of the art market. Yeah, the NFT. Yes, of course. But again, the critic is also of the art market of NFT, but like any form of art that you have sure. there. Uh, not all the artists deserve sales uh, and success and notoriety because uh, for having uh, things that are, from, in my opinion, uh, are worth of recognition also of a sale or a proper artist career, that has to be much more than just producing image. You can do also uh, produce infinite number of uh, one image mm. if you have a super good solid concept, if you have a very solid uh, uh, aesthetic result, uh, if you have uh, the way to put it in. It's like that's the difference between one image, uh, one random things that is just a decoration and an art piece. You know, it's uh, maybe one goes good with the couch and the other one, I don't know, Goya probably would never go good with a couch. But <laughs> it's still on Goya. your couch, man. You can you make know, some pretty good cool couches. That's also very <laughs> true. That's also very true. But you know what I mean. It's just like I don't I see mean, my yeah. grandmother coming there and saying, like, oh, that's but I think nice that this is where the, the, the disconnect comes, though, for a lot of people who connect, who collect um, NFTs is that they sort of view us as, you know, gallerists and you know in real life spaces as somehow gatekeeping a type of art that they feel very comfortable with and and, and enjoy and buy and we somehow sometimes diminish it i do i know i do and you know and i feel like and that comes from many years of actually being involved in the art market i've been in the art market for you know four decades right and so when you've been dealing with this for so long you have a little bit more expertise than a lot of other people of course and sometimes people take that as being you know haterade or whatever the fuck but or snob like, also yeah yeah and, snobby <laughs> maybe it's true maybe it's even true maybe i i mean uh, you know i i don't uh, not define myself snob <laughs> you know <laughs> but sure. it's in a weird way i mean uh, again there is a reason why uh, you go to an artist, but I'm very critical in general on the art market because you see also in big league and other type of media, there are big trends that are coming in, they are exploding, sure. they are doing, yeah. but also there sometimes it's just like you see too much of the commercial business side and uh, the trend and then it's become exactly like a fashion then they tell yes but fashion is art yes sure and it is so is cooking and so is mm. cooking you know <laughs> and uh, so it's singing yeah. and so is dancing and so sure. much but yeah, again sure. should be if there are different fields there 
a reason why also and but i don't know i um, on the nfts you know for me what i've understood is like this generative concept is great i i really i really like it because it's like um, it's so nerdy that is brilliant yeah. <laughs> and i find it super fascinating because yeah. i don't get it i could that, never yeah. i could never do it myself yeah. i have no idea how to code something so I'm already fascinated because it means that a brain that works very differently than mine did something that then my brain, as stupid as it is, look at it and thinks like, Ooh, it's pretty. It's brilliant. Boy, that's really good. Mm. Yes. And while instead I'm annoyed because, again, I think we have a problem with uh, words as well. If we say these are NFT and NFT, it's all together. Yeah. That's why we've kind that's of gotten confusing. away from using NFT as a way to describe the art. Yes. Yeah, that's like more digital the, art. It's the, it's the, the, the NFT is just the receipt that you bought that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's something that has to be repeated and repeated and repeated sure. to people to make the people, the Louisas of the words, understand. <laughs> Again, it took me one year and a half. Sure. And he tried his best. Sure. And it was talking <laughs> it me was almost every week. And I was like... <laughs> I don't get it, but I got it a little bit, a little bit. I think I think the sort of coming from the artist side uh, that this sort of the gatekeeping is of course real. Yeah, and at least for until now, this sort of free publishing of artworks that you can actually sell and there is a market for enables people to jump the fence and just pass the gate. Yeah, yeah. And there is definitely some stuff that would have that is super good that had would have never come or that I would have never seen. Yeah. Sure. Without it. I mean like when I was talking to Alexandra about this, Alexandra Jovanic, she, you know, she brought up a pretty good point when she said, you know, a lot of these t- a lot of these things are meant to be viewed at, you know, on a computer and to be played with on a computer because they're interactive in a way that, you know, when you go to a gallery, people don't do that. But then there's a whole nother side of this where there's a lot of stuff that is meant to be viewed, like from a viewing perspective, look at it, enjoy it, like prints made of things and certain things that, you know, that are animated consistently and loop and move or, you know, or don't loop, but just keep you know, evolving in a system or whatever. Those things are really fascinating and really interesting as well. And they do belong in your, in, in real life galleries, you know? So there's like a, it's what makes this kind of cool stuff, you know? Absolutely. But, you know, in a, in a gallery, you can also do installation and other type of uh, art yeah. where you can also insert video interactive interaction. Then it becomes less easy to sell, but that depends also the type of research yeah. that you're mm-hmm. doing about sure. as art and recognition of an art piece uh, uh, that could be interactive, that could be uh, reinforced with really augmented. But you're interact with it properly because you're still going to be thinking about the people that are looking at you. Mm, true. 
And, you know, you're not really, like, that's the thing about when you interact with something at home yeah. versus interacting with something in a public space. Like, when you're in at home, whatever, man, you get up and dance around naked in front of the thing. It doesn't fucking matter. But when you're there and, and you know, you're, you're supposed to perform a specific act to make a thing occur, you've got it in your brain that there's other people around you paying attention to you doing it, you know? It's there. And, of like, course. so you're kind of experiencing these things. These things, this is a, a weird, it's a weird, you know, there's a line, you know? And I don't really know when the line gets crossed. I don't know. But that could be valid for any type of art. Sure. I mean, you could be jumping around naked in my apartment with this, paintings around, exactly. you know, it's just like... <laughs> but I mean, this kind of art is much more... There is like another layer of spectatorship that occurs mm. with this thing that doesn't really occur in, in, in other ways. And that's because of how it's, been pre how it's been presented for so long. You know, we think of, you know, digitally created things as being for video games or for advertising, you know? Mm. And so we have to kind of recontextualize in general, like what that means when we see it in a space, you know? And so... Absolutely. And when we're interacting with something that, you know, that, oh, I use the kinetic in order to create this thing, you know, like you're, and you're still interacting with it in a way via through a video game, a thing that was mm. meant for a video game, you know? And so you're still having this, there still is a disconnect mentally from those interactive pieces to the ones that are meant for being printed or being viewed in a different, you know, different setting. So, I mean, whatever, this is neither. I mean, interactivity works, in my opinion, much better alone at home because I, I've done some interactive installations and in a public setting, especially like in an opening where there's a lot of people, if it's an interactivity about sound, then everyone starts to yell or clamp. Yeah, if sure. it's movement, everyone just starts to jump around and yeah. all the sort of small, nice things disappear yeah. because everyone just wants to see a reaction to what they're doing. Yeah, sure. And then alone at home, <laughs> you yeah. can do whatever you yeah, want. You can really play with it yeah. in a different way. Yeah, I, no, it's true. I mean, but I'm not saying that it's good or bad to do mm -hmm. it. I mean, I made... I'm making a, a choice in this next exhibition to not in, include the interactive elements um, in the pieces that we're going to show because I thought it through and was like, I'm just not going to, I don't want to have that. Th I just want it to go, you know? And like they, they, these things don't have to be interacted with. They can be interacted with. So there's like a, you know, there's a difference there. They're yeah, going to continue yeah. to move on their own. Yes, of course. It. If you have an installation that if you don't interact, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's uh, something else. Again, but yeah, it's less uh, classical uh, art respect and oil painting, of course. But um, again, I would not be too eager to say or to define what could get inside the, the art Olympo and what not. If, um, sure. Because again, as said, not every painting uh, is art, also not every oil painting. So... Uh, I think every technique, any media is valid as yeah. long as uh, is an artist making it sure. uh, yeah. for real. Uh, and by an artist, I really mean somebody that finds uh, super difficult the proper way to express uh, something unique from their unique point of view, unique to standing uh, imaginarium, subconscious or folly um, and to transmit it through doesn't matter what media to others that doesn't neither have to be exactly what he or she had in sure. mind at the beginning. Yeah. But 
that needs to suscitate anyway in the viewer some form of a reaction, you know. Me, yeah. I, I know I grew up in love with figuration, but then what I felt inside the first time I saw in a museum a Tate Modern, the red pieces from the hot coal, I would never forget this feeling. Sure, I yeah. got punched in the face, yeah. a double fist. I didn't understood all what the guy expressed and whatever. I was like 15, 16 or something like that. Sure. And I had no idea, uh, super ignorant or art history. I just had an emotional reaction sure. confronted to a piece that was not my original inclination to go towards to. Sure. And so it means that guy that paint freaking red square. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was true artists and transmitting there something. So he did it with painting. You can do it with uh, NFT. You can do it with video. You can do it with whatever is your media. Yeah. You have it or you don't have it. Yeah. That's it. It. See, it goes it. back to that concept of it. Of it. Like I, mm. I've always wanted, that. you know, I, I talk <laughs> about this a lot. Like, you know, sports guys, they say, oh, that guy's got it. You know, yeah. but then I think about that, too, from like art and from other just people perspectives, you know, like yeah. I know for, I have a friend who the the second that dude walked through the second that, that he came in, I knew that motherfucker had it. I was just like, oh, that dude's got it. I don't know what the hell it is, but I'm going to hang out mm. with that dude. That's the beauty. Forever. Yeah, that's I know. The beauty that's the of the magic it. of the yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, sure. And and that's fantastic. And yeah. it's true. Some people have it and most yeah. of people don't. Yeah. And then you apply it and could valid for anything, I yeah. think. Yeah, sure. Which is um, absolutely okay not to have it. But then really, if you want to be an artist, your art will be brilliant. Uh, I don't know. And doesn't matter how much you search. That's why I stopped to be try to be an artist myself. <laughs> you know, I didn't have it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I was frustrated. And yeah. then the result was like, nah. Yeah. And you don't want that. No, I, I agree. No. I totally agree. Totally agree. Whenever you set out to make stuff, do you think about the, I mean, so, Auntie, whenever you do this, when you make art, do you think about, hey, this is going to be great for this particular medium or that particular medium, or do you just kind of take like a holistic view of everything? I mean, how do you? Uh, I've worked pretty holistically. Like I just do, and then nowadays I'm going to put it to us, put it aside and then check it a few months later mm -hmm. so that it's also new that I, and it's not connected to the process anymore. And because it's so, so often I do something thinking that, ah, oh, this is going to be great. This is, this is the best thing ever. And then don't see it in a week and see it again. And it's like, no, no, I, I failed. <laughs> yeah, or I didn't fail, but I, I somehow in, I believed in my own hubris. Yeah, yeah, sure. And got lost, lost in it. Yeah. So, happens. and especially like with the with the sound wave photograms, yeah. like I, I don't have, I have fifty percent control of what comes out. Yeah. And then, at the start, I would keep only the good ones on, like wash them and do the whole photographic thing properly and the things when they came out out of the developer and I didn't like them I would just throw them on the floor <laughs> and then a year later I realized like ah oh, there's a lot of good stuff on the floor yeah 
like, <laughs> I, like like i i should just like do the process decide later yeah 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 it's better to just make stuff and then look at it after time i yeah. think yeah i, I found and yeah. and definitely like what, what i i like writing about my art and i'm pretty good at it and i also always tell to people that never ever during the creative process think like what is the meaning of this or what is yeah like it will get you lost mm-hmm. you yeah. can figure it out later yeah yeah then it, lo- it loses the honesty somehow uh, somehow and yeah i i know exactly what you what you mean by that because uh, as i said uh, i tried at one point uh, to to work as an artist myself and instead i was doing exactly the opposite i need to find the important concept that i want to express <laughs> and people have to react and i want to no yeah. and then was a flop yeah that's you know and also right frustration and you never well, know what people are gonna like and no, what, and what they are gonna feel connected with yes and that, that anyway that's another step uh, ahead uh, that it could be important or not but was for me the frustration point of where i felt that it needed to be deep and connected so pa- starting from the concept and then during the year working now since 15 years as a gallery director owner and, curate, and curator i understood how wrong was my the Marsha as trying to attempt to be an artist because of this. Now, what I like a lot is I can create concepts and express the things that I want to say and select by selecting also the art of somebody else's to express the concept that I want to tell. What is behind the concept of the art piece is not always corresponding with the concept that I want to say, but doesn't matter because it works for me anyway. Mm. And I mean, of course, with the consent of the artist. But um, then it's uh, because I need to start from the concept and I cannot just like let go because I'm a control freak. That's also my way of uh, of expressing creatively using other people pieces for the concept, but I I don't know, maybe it makes sense what I just said. Yeah, sure, yeah. you're using other people's stuff to, to get out what you're interested in, and that's yeah. really good. With, yes, but because I need to start from the concept, yeah. uh, and as an artist, I don't think it it pays you back. Yeah, is what uh, What I've seen from all the artists, it has to be something somehow more visceral than yeah. intellectual. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. it depends on who it is. Yeah. I mean, there are some artists that have obviously made like whole careers out of being conceptual versus you know visual, but yes, you know, but they're yeah, they're usually not my cup of tea. Yeah, no, no me, me neither most of the time. <laughs> no, it depends. Depends. It depends. depends, depends yeah. Of course, it's good stuff out there. Mm. So, how is it like whenever you guys were working together on this show over here? Like, you came at her with a finished idea, or were you guys collaborating throughout the process? I came with an idea, showing that hey, there is this. I mean, she knew what generative art sure. in a way is, yeah. but this sort of concept that actually it is only created when it's being sold for the NFTs. Yeah. And the actual act of transferring or the transaction actually creates creates the artwork and it doesn't exist before. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, but the but they what I was wanted to say before, like from what what you said, that when we were designing this exhibition, 
we never actually gave you a link to freely see what the generative artwork makes. We always always just sent you selected outputs. Ah. Uh, that I, I didn't think of it before. Of the concept uh, of the when you pay, it's generated there. Yeah, but also yeah. like oh. the hardest part yeah. is to get rid of the bad stuff. Like you can make a script or a machine or what, mm-hmm. whatnot. But if every single output has to be on a certain level, the hardest part is to get rid of the bad ones. And try to figure out like what's why did that one come out? Why bad? did that that one come out? And I don't mm-hmm. want to see something like that. Yeah, but the, and then you work back on the code and uh, you yeah. got it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so then when uh, you show me the working progress, uh, we all, always was always a selection. Okay, yeah. obviously, yeah. that's yeah. The but point. well, I don't know. I've been they sometimes they'll get sent like a link and be like, here, just iterate, <laughs> and I'll yeah. just iterate like thousands and yeah. be like, that sucks, that sucks, that yeah. sucks. You know, sometimes yeah. when I'm working with No, you. they mm. did, uh, they did, they, they, they had pity of me, you know, <laughs> and so they, they, they made a preselection uh, for me because I would have get, I guess, too much lost. But imagine the, the fact uh, of uh, what you just said, of the art uh, being uh, generated in the moment that it buys. That was, for me, the one of the bugging points that mm. my brain, it was like, no, but I want to choose. Yeah, sure. I, I want, want to see it. Yeah. I want to see. I want the pink one, yeah. and 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 that's what uh, the classic uh, art buyer yeah. are struggling. I guess paradoxically the most because uh, I want to be sure that I choose the exact one that talks to me the most, represent me the most, mm. and also because I'm used to choose and yeah, I want sure. to say what i yeah, want exactly while instead of letting go and say like oh i will let the fate somehow the fate or the code you decide one of the two and it. the fate in the code yeah. to choose at my place yeah. i will lose control uh-huh. oh, scary and it, so good yeah, and that's, that, that led to some fun moments in the opening there was this one woman who wanted to buy like we had Four screens, two that were showing completely random outputs. Yeah. That they were just like reiterating and doing it again and again. And then two that showed already minted outputs. And there was a woman who showed that uh, random output and said like, hey, that pink one, I, I really like that. Like, can I buy that one? And then you have to say, no. And you always, like, after two minutes, it will disappear. And it will never, ever come again. Yeah, that exact thing yeah. will never happen again. Yeah, it prob- yeah. Yes. the and probability is uh, very, very, low. very yeah. small. And yeah. that, I saw people really like brain synapses <laughs> yeah. getting sure. cracked and blocked, mine included. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? When I've shown this to people in the same, I get the same responses, even from people who really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like they still have the miss of that little moment there. Where it's like, but wait, I saw it. I could have it, right? Couldn't I just mm-hmm. like right click, save it? All right, you could have that image that way, but you can't have like the provenance to that image mm. and all the other thing because yes. that's the whole point of this thing. Yes. You know, and so when you have this conversation with people there, they're like, no, but I just want that. 
image, right? So it's just like, yeah, well, that image is fucking gone, man. You can forget about that image. You're never going to see that fucking yes. thing again. Well, that's the beauty of this. In this uh, case, you also buy a concept uh, yeah. somehow yeah, with, this, uh, uh, with this technique. Because uh, that's also, do you buy the concept of uh, uh, the moment, uh, of the casuality, yeah. of the, the, the um, when, when a thing is just like, it's there and then it's gone. Now the word doesn't come in my mouth. But anyway, uh, you understand the what I mean. Moment, yes, the fleeting moment. Yes, the fleeting moment, the the, the um, illusion of possession the as quick well. The dopamine hit that comes with mm. getting a good something. <laughs> so I don't know I like it. and then also me particularly also what I like is um, it opens a completely new type of market it's approaching people that felt always uh, not belonging to the art scene sure. because of uh, the complex of the white cube of being art just something for elite and not for everybody sure. and yeah. which is some a concept that I really fought a lot against. Yeah, That's too. why I also opened my gallery in uh, an area like this one that was not properly commercially or the wisest because it was, uh, especially 15 years ago when, uh, when I took the space, uh, here was um, a lot of social uh, trouble. And an open-air drug market directly in front of this building. <laughs> ah, you see, man, I missed that. Uh, ah, but, uh, Anything exactly, you needed was Everything right I there. needed, and I missed it. Yeah, now missed too it. late. But, too late. you know, but that's the point. For me, it was also important because it's exactly this. For me, culture, should, it's for everybody. Yeah. In my opinion, every museum on Earth should be for free. Sure, me too. And mm -hmm. for free entrance. And uh, art is not something that should be only for a few editarian people. Uh, no. It's uh, it's uh, the provocation that uh, uh, the Rotko painting had on the sure. 15 years old Louisa that had no idea what art, art market, galleries and whatever was and casually was in this museum uh, in front of this painting. Yeah. I, I hope everybody feels it at one point, yeah. you know, and... Uh, and that's why I liked here when you had the little gangs uh, of Arabic kids spitting on your windows, not understanding, not whatever. Then at one point, uh, going to them and tell them like, no, you're welcome, you can get in. It's yeah. not that you cannot get in. You can yeah. come in. Sure. You can come in. Let's talk about it. What you see in that? What you don't see in that? Well, tell me about it. And, and start a discussion and creating an, inter an iteration <laughs> also, yeah. a, a human one uh, in this case. And you don't know what's coming up. And then some will react very badly, some will be fascinated and so on. But that's the beauty of it. And um, art is a fantastic way to express so many different things. And uh, also, whatever you want to express, I get back to the concept that is not obviously taken in the way you wanted, mm. because there's the the filter of the brain, the of the viewer, of the sensibility, of the soul, of the cultural background, of whatever. Mm -hmm. So something can have very different effect on different people, or even the same person in another state of uh, emotional or mind or hormonal. In this case, yeah, you know, sure. you you never know, and and that's uh, so so. I like it. Then, then with the, this generative art NFT and this random factor even more, it's a, it's a fun way to to play also with this type of emotional response to art and to start to approach more 
people, people that are coming from the tech scene, uh, from people that say, I cannot afford art, sure. so why should I go to our art gallery? Yeah, sure. mm. And uh, I mean, and you should go there because it's gorgeous and it's good and you don't, you are not forced to buy. That's <laughs> the beauty of going to I, art galleries. I think galleries. also though that sometimes people just are intimidated by it in general. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Also. Like they don't know how they should act yeah. Yeah. when they go yeah. to an art gallery. Yeah. Like, how are you oh, supposed to dress? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> does it, do, do you have to pay? But you know, I don't understand these things. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're like, you don't have to understand, feel them. Just go. Who cares? Mm. Go for it. Just go look. Yeah, yeah. Take Maybe a look and be curious. Figure out why you hate yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, like, stand Try there and be like, man, I hate this. Why? Yes. Why do you hate that? Brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and try to figure out and what's coming. Uh, yeah. And so, and I was very fun after the opening of their show. Uh, then I had a friend of mine that now lives in Canada mm. that was writing me like, oh my God, so cool, I've seen you did uh, this uh, NFT exhibition. I'm so, oh, here, that's the link of my collection. Cool. And I was like, okay, nice. And he was super excited wow, and wanted great. to share. And was somebody I knew here in, but it was like here and there coming to my gallery, but never really like yeah. so involved the passion that I heard. And the proudness also, it was like, that. this is my collection. I selected these artists in this scene because I think they're the best. And here, I can even show you through an ocean to you with a link. Yeah. That changes everything sure. somehow, you, you know. It's uh, and it's not like an old painting where you cannot watch it on digital fine. You have to watch it live mm. to understand it. Yeah. it. This really is like it doesn't take space. People have some smaller and smaller houses as well, and instead you hear everyone just has high quality screens. Yeah, high yeah. quality screens are everywhere from our sure. pocket to our walls, yeah. and. Uh, and then you can share it with people and you can share with passion. It's completely different. It is very, very um, playful mm -hmm. also yeah. as a new market. Yeah. And you can it's also get the, the exhibition poster for free. Like you, you can just right, right click save the image and put it on Print your it background up. image. Yeah. Print it up. Yeah. 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 And, and it's beautiful. To me, you know what it reminds me also? These, uh, these uh, kids when they were exchanging stickers for their albums uh, of the sticker collection sure, in a yeah. way. Mm -hmm. And it's so cute also. This. It, I have a romantic view of this. And also, we evolved fortunately because, I'm sorry, but for me, the aesthetic of the monkey pixel the thing was not my cup of sure, tea of course not and uh, now there are so many people that are doing gorgeous pieces beautiful really beautiful beautiful deep and aesthetic and conceptual and uh, balanced sure. and so I but don't it was know. a trojan horse right it was a Trojan horse to get people interested in this thing, which is yeah. going to get interested, get people interested in the technology around NFTs, which is going to start to become a little bit, make it allow the other th the other use cases for this to be more ubiquitous. And like, this is what this is about. I mean, mm. people use artists and art and culture for, you know, these things. Gentrification. Yeah, for anything, for any, any sort of acceptance <laughs> or... I mean, this is, you know, this is yeah. not new. No, <laughs> no. This is, but this the is point is, the case, I, what yeah. I saw in the art world instead, there's still a lot of confusion because I've seen people defending passionately their new NFT and concept and then making like basically a picture of their old painting attaching to that 
an NFT code and call that, that's my NFT art. Yeah. And then I feel like, hmm, I mean, there's a lot of education that is needed here. You know Maybe they all need training using... for one year and a half with Andy to get the concept. <laughs> yeah, courses starting 10,000 euros a year. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap. They'll probably be pretty good, too. Uh, <laughs> hey, so, you know, I mean, like, but Schwitlick and some other guys, a lot of people use NFTs purely as the receipt. Right for the physical thing, and it, mm. they'll even it, you know it's even written in some of Fritlick's pieces like, hey, this NFT, you get this thing. If you you should never get the NFT without the thing, yeah. the thing in the yes, we had some print like this at the uh, show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had the three prints from uh, uh, Toyminto's work. Okay, and these were. Oh, the ones on the die bond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, that were exactly like that. Yeah. It was like, also because I thought, okay, some of my more uh, classical um, clients, you need a print, you need a, a solid object, and that comes with the NFTs, the warranty, and they two go together, mm. and they are bond forever, and you can destroy, also the, the side, you know what, I keep only the, the digital file, destroy the original one, sure, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we had some uh, of uh, this one too. But again, the print was of a generative art piece. Yeah, sure. I have more of a struggle when you say that's an oil painting. I take a photo and that's not my NFT warranty of originality of that painting, yeah. but I call it that's my NFT art and it's new and it's not sure. the painting. Yeah. It's, it's my new art. Yeah. The painting is different from the NFT. Yeah, yeah I, I, again, but I think there is a lot of education that needs to be done, a, le a lot of word differentiation that needs to be also yeah. in March uh, should happen at one point. And then me personally, I would say also, uh, I would love to see also the generative art scene with NFTs to set a step away from all the cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. Because I think this mixture on one side I can understand is ludicrous. On the other side, it takes away the trust of a lot of clients because of these crypto oscillation and things. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm more perplexed to, but you know, with him also, we had a lot of uh, uh, thoughts at the beginning because all these uh, crypto uh, and also the NFT, the blockchain in general was so much anti-ecological that uh, when he was like, no, we should really do it. And then we check out after a few days, both waking up in the middle of the night saying like, I cannot do this to the with good conscience to the planet. It's like, mm. I'm, I'm, it's absurd. We are in an energetic crisis uh, moment, uh, in a pollution uh, general crisis since a lot of years. And I will do this for... Yeah, no. I don't, I, I don't... Actually, I think that that's uh, incredibly overblown. Yeah. But... In the first place, I think that that's actually not a very no. But plus, anyway, they 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 uh, they moved and they changed the things, and so now I don't have any problem if uh, to generate an NFT, I take as much, I consume as much as a streamer short video on YouTube, you know, yeah. and then it's already something, uh, uh, something that I could uh, I could defend. So there was also like you know the process of the show on creating this show took a lot of time, also because 
of these different reasons. Sure, uh, of understanding how yeah. blockchain works. Understanding, uh, waiting for the right things, not wanting to participate to some things that we both had some moral uh, sure. resistance uh, towards it. Luckily, and FX has showed up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Show, yeah. Luckily, it showed up and it made it really easy for you to show Louisa, hey, look, this is what it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then Louisa is like, yeah. I didn't get it. Can yeah. you say it again, please? <laughs> yeah, and also this sort of like art first, artist run, yeah ethos yeah, I, sure. i really love it I yeah think that that's why a lot and of now i'm like super it. happy yeah. because i was able to involve them in a nice museum exhibition that will go around in a couple of museums. yeah museum i heard about that uh, what's going on with that yeah that would be a group show uh that actually i was writing the concept i wanted to have uh, uh, a little bit of uh, overview of uh, the contradiction that emerged in all society in the last uh, couple of years mm -hmm. included uh, like yes that was inspired by the um billboard that i see here on the street actually that was one of the rotating one and one uh, um, poop, um is a commercial ad, ad, ad board, thank yeah. you yeah. the ad was like this eco couple uh ikea started some plant uh, and we're like oh energy saving start from your house and it's on save. an energy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the one after were like the investing crypto this uh, 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 is yeah. like for the brave uh, and yeah. the future and they're like how schizophrenic is that and i and i love to to point out a bit the schizophrenic behavior of society yeah, sure. and so uh, also in the in this constellation i will uh, present the generative art from toiminto and uh, anti in this museum show uh, in counterpoint of uh, the exaltation of the ultra classical uh, techniques and uh, what is the noble art and not the noble art uh, ecological things and the new technology um, ethical stuff I mean, art was not interested in any sort of ecological things ever, ever, or, or or since yeah. since the longest time. No, it's not like, true. What, what, it's what a, I, one I, of the big trends. What uh, I remember from ecology. art school, like this classic oh, environmental art piece. That's mm -hmm. a new thing. Na Nancy Holt, I guess, who poured a truck full of extremely toxic glue down this hill and just let it like get solid mm -hmm. and killed i don't know a bunch of shit yeah <laughs> yeah along the way but there were also other artists that were instead like uh, Andy Goldsworthing trying to do something with the landscape that was nicer or some other artists that were doing uh, some denounce to ecological abuse and uh, pollution mm -hmm. so I don't know. There were a lot of, uh, and and also the most and most the pollution in the world expand. Actually, it's uh, quite of a trend. There are a lot of art uh, and artists that are working and exploiting this side of uh, sure. mm. the society. Yeah, you so. bet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it depends. Though, like, I think for the most part, art's only been interested in ecology for a very short period of time. Like, yeah. but I guess the concept of ecology is very young. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, No, absolutely. And but I think like in, in terms of I mean, they never really cared about like the products that they were using or any of that kind of stuff. No. I mean, I know a lot of my friends still 
paint Dark. with like yeah nasty shit have paint on their hands and still eat a sandwich you know yeah. it's just like i know hey, that's not really the best idea yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sniffing these super toxic uh, yeah, they still uh, play with um, this, like turpentine oh, yeah, things yeah. oh it was yeah. so good i remember sneaking yeah, in my sure. father's studio Being as a kid stumped. just to like just yeah. walk around high all day <laughs> 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 it's still better like 20 years ago there was this product at least in finland made out of uh citronella like cit- uh, yeah. citric mm-hmm. oil. yeah they have that mm-hmm. here yeah. too yeah the problem is you get like sit like allergic yeah to citrus fruit in a year if Re- you use it really yeah like because you- i mean you're just exposing yourself to amount of uh, citric acid that was never meant to be yeah. near a human body <laughs> yeah i mean that's the only i mean i guess that the people just figure out ways to combat stuff yeah. you know like i mean every time that you know i mean the idea of the idea that nfts are were even ecologically like unsound even before on eth is also kind of debatable i mean like most of that stuff is using excess energy most of those things even before i mean even even on on eth before the merge you're still talking about a very tiny 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 amount of energy that in the world's in the grand scheme of shit you know mm. this now using tezos and using these things from fx hash like that this particular deal this is great cuz this is like uses fucking nothing i mean any, it's no different from anything else so yeah um also the people are nice yeah the people are great Uh, the people are fantastic in the community. I love it. I mean, that's kind of one of the biggest keys to me is like the people in this this kind of deal are much more. I don't know. They're pretty. Cool. Yeah, that's the point. Uh, it takes a uh, this new market of uh, people of between commas normal people. Yeah. That start to collect and talk yeah. about art and exchange art. thing, which is brilliant. While instead, usually to buy a classical art piece, yeah. well, uh, you have to have the portemonnaie for having. Sure. It. You and have to you have, have the to liquidity, have the and then <laughs> yeah. the wall. Hey. And the walls. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and so and it's it's really. N- on that sense, art is not for everybody. That means art, not everybody can afford to be an art collector. Yeah. But then instead, art is for everybody because art is something that you watch and should bring you on an emotional way some something new, at least. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I think it just depends on how you view that. But yeah, okay. Yeah. That's my romantic way oh, of seeing it. Oh, that's very fantastic of you to be so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess art has always kind of had some sort of commercial viability. I mean, people were always paying artists to do shit for them, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, totally. it's, always, it's always kind of been there as well. Mm-hmm. That's but that's also the point. There were the rich people, the nobility that were getting their portrait done. Yeah, sure. Uh, by some amazing or not amazing, but mostly amazing artists. Yeah. And uh, and that was absolutely nothing for common people. But we are beyond be that. That's like a, a, a very ancient, you know. And yeah. now it it became something else, art. Yeah. Then uh, then this portraying uh, of power. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I and I think it's comp- as good like now to buy an artwork for the background image of your smartphone and pay an artist twenty bucks for it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's your artwork. That's the work. thing that you're. That this represents you yeah. now at this moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm into it. I, I shit, you know, I'm. I'm I, when I found this stuff, I just started. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And then I just sort of kept running down that path. And 
I haven't stopped. I really enjoy it. <laughs> it's addictive. Oh. It, it is. I mean, it's yeah. addictive. Yes, and it's also it's. I think it's really important from my perspective. Whenever I'm you know playing around on FX hash and buying stuff and doing doing that kind of things, it's much more about the idea that I like to support the community of people who are actually thinking about building you know the next phase of how this kind of art is going to look you know mm-hmm. and so like because i've seen like one guy can just nail one specific thing you know and like man, this guy can just do maybe line work really great and then every other coder is coming at it and being like i'm going to learn that bit of code and then impl- you know employ that into my code and then make this so you know like if you continue to sort of foster the people who are building you can mm-hmm. find you know you never know what's going to end up coming out of it and so that's kind of been my yeah but my that's, thing. that's that's also, also these uh, these uh, time that we are living with uh, the sure. technology are so big and so developed uh, and uh, and uh, these beautiful uh, things of the open source uh, yeah. that allow people to grow and to work together even without never meeting no. and still building and transforming actually the all planet and society, our yeah. way of living. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, th- that's an interesting point because o- on the generative art that's based on code, code has automatically a quite high copyright protection, mm-hmm. much, much higher than in like an artistic process. Sure. And you could go to some artist studio and see how they do it and try to remake it and the artist could never sue you. Yeah. But but in in a code-based artwork you can actually go into the code and see. And you see. can see, hey, this is my code. Yeah. And this is you you but stole I, this shit from me. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And then you can like you cannot do it. Mhm. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, I mean you, you can until you get caught, but and, and then <laughs> don't gonna, do it. Then only the marketplace is really going to take you down. Yeah, you know, because it's not like that. There's, you know, that even though there is copyright laws, there's so much anonymity. Yeah, yeah, true. In this, that it has, to, it just comes down to somebody else gatekeeping that thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, whatever. This is all just, you know, there's so many things that we can argue about, like when it comes to how that particular part of all of this works and who has the rights, mm. what rights are included with each thing, you know, how they get used, all of this kind of stuff is also, you know, a big part of. Yeah. Of that conversation and you know that's not the, the conversation necessarily when you buy a painting you know that that painting yes you you own that painting but you don't own the reproductive rights for that oh, painting, no you know? of course mm. nah, depends. it depends it depends again, because depends, again yeah. you can have the the right to the reproductive of the image of print of publications yeah, of no, things it depends on how you're well, the rights it. is also very strange today i had a discussion with a, one of my artists that was like so upset because she went to an art fair and find out that one guy remake some of her works in painting, she used fabric for doing her work, and this guy was painting one-on-one her stuff. Oh, interesting. And they're like, huh, and now, what do we do? Wow. Huh, uh-huh, uh, the guy is more known than me. She was concerned that this guy was more known than her, but his work were clearly posthumous than her works. Yeah. And, uh, and it's shady sometimes. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. I tipped her to to go to a lawyer and ask to at least to to the lawyer what to do. But you never know. But on copyright and and people copying people, 
I've seen them all. We can have another podcast <laughs> yeah. on this. I can give you juicy, nasty things I'm sure. if you want. Yeah. I'm sure but that yeah. there's been lots of this kind of like really random shit. I mean, you know, there's actually this is a big conversation in one of the discords that I'm involved in lately has been like copyright and how copyright stuff like um, affects what you what you get and you know like whenever you when, and also we've been talking a lot about what happens whenever you die and mm-hmm. you own these things. You know, like. Mm. If I were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, would my wife know how to access my collection? No, I don't know. You don't have uh, any files, things, uh, warranty, certificate. Somewhere, it's all there. <laughs> but would she know how to do it? I don't know. Uh-huh. You know, like this. Uh, this is kind of the thing: is there has to be some. You know, going forward, we have to start figuring. A lot of these things have to start getting figured out. Mm. You know, like what yeah. exactly? And they will. And they yes. will. You know, everything does. Like, there's always, like, some something that leads to, you know, that, that moment where everything has to get taken care of, you know, because there's that one catalyst that occurs that, that pushes the next phase of stuff going. Yeah. Anyway, this has been great. Yeah, we could Thank you so much for having us. We really could. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm Italian. I am Logoroica for nature. Yeah, that's it. Hand. You're you're Sorry. like you get a shot of talk <laughs> yeah. at and the then, birth, and yeah, at birth, <laughs> and you just learn how to do it, and then you just start going. It's like I was I joked around about this when we were down in Brazil that everybody in Brazil when they're born somebody just says rhythm, bah! you know, yes. <laughs> just gives them like this fucking See? rhythm. Yeah, and you were worried like what I'm gonna say. Yes, I know. I used. I was. Yeah, true. you weren't really worried. You were just talking shit. I know. You know. You know. You know that you could talk forever. Yeah. I mean, I could yes. talk forever. Fuck, I do it all yeah. the time. Yeah. But, yeah, and I like to listen until people finish. So. I never get to say anything. <laughs> Sorry, Auntie. You should I mean, never what, do that with yeah, me. But you exactly know, exactly like you sit, sit, sit you together know. with an American and Italian, I mean. yeah. <laughs> and you're finished. I'm so sorry, <laughs> man. Cooked. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't let him do anything. Yeah, no, anyway. Fine. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. I really yeah. appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and thanks everybody for listening uh, to arbitrarily deterministic here on KeithFM.com. Um, if you've enjoyed what you were listening to, we have that nice little yellow donate button there. Click that donate button. Donate. Donate, because we exist solely on the on the on donations here. We don't have any other way to to have income to keep the radio station running. And if you are listening to this on the podcast and you want to help us out, we have uh, and you have a Tez wallet. There is a address you can send. Tez or tokens or anything too, and it is I don't like podcasts. Dot Tez. <laughs> that was so Sorry. generously. No, it's okay. That was so generously donated by our good friend Ozzy, and Ozzy <laughs> one night decided that that was the thing that Ozzy wanted to do, so he did it. So in any case, uh, if you want to donate there, you can do that. Um, yeah, this has been arbitrarily deterministic. I'm Ken. Luisa. Auntie. And, and we're and we're done. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's great. Totally. Let me turn this, turn everybody off here. <laughs>